What's up, everybody? Welcome back. What we do, episode 11. I'm here with our first guest and our first returning guest, Byron. Snapping my snaps on What's Instagram. Up? What's up? What's Thanks up? for having me back. Yeah, for sure. Um, so you you are the person I know who thrifts the most CDs and has the biggest CD collection personally. <laughs> yes. Um, and we always talk about CDs. I, I have a big collection. Um, you have a much deeper and, and interesting collection, in my opinion. But... Um, I, we, we were talking and we we're like, I think this would be a great podcast. I don't know how many people out there are also interested in CDs. We were talking about it before. I mean, they're not the <laughs> coolest thing in 2021 to have a big collection of. But yeah, They're not super cool, sought after or anything. Um, but I guess the reason I started picking CDs was it's easy to go into a thrift and strike out, especially in yeah. 2021, 2020, whatever. Um, and so it was easy to go in there, find a CD for a dollar and just felt like I won, walked out with something. Oh, this is cool. I remember the CD from my childhood or I don't. And I learned something new. Totally. And, and I, I started the same way where it was like I was going thrifting and, and trying to learn from my dad and sending him pictures of clothes and be like, is this something? Is this something? But, you know, CDs, I didn't need to do that. Like I could go in and know what I know about music and be like, oh, well, I like this artist and this artist or this artist might be interesting to look at and just buy the CDs. You know, I didn't need really anybody else's knowledge or like looking up comps on eBay or anything. Right. I didn't need, I didn't need to feel overwhelmed. I could just go in, scroll the aisles, take my time. Nobody else is ever looking at them. Right. So you're all a dollar's always all a good price. Like, yeah, <laughs> yeah, you can get a whole bunch of them in one go without right. feeling like you spent too much money. Um yeah, 100%. So, we both picked um some of our favorite or our talking piece uh CDs and uh, we're just going to do a little like back and forth. You pick one, I'll pick one, and we'll just talk about it. So you want to go first? Sure. Um, I'm going to start it off with the oldest CDs that I brought. Um, when you said iconic, I was mm -hmm. like, all right, well, yeah. iconic. I went with the Beatles, uh, so I got Abbey Road here. Totally. And then uh, Sgt. Pepper's Lonely Hearts Club Band. Yeah. Um, I actually just had this one, and my girlfriend's like, you better go get Abbey Road. <laughs> um, but this one's cool if you don't know. It just has like 50 of the most influential people in the world at the time. So there's like Gandhi, Muhammad Ali, Marilyn Monroe, Groucho Marx, just like looking at him, like, or them, uh, younger uh, versions of the Beatles. So yeah. um, that's cool. And then everybody knows Abbey Road, them uh, walking across the street in London. So yeah, absolutely. So, I'm, yeah, these are, these are totally iconic. And I mean, the Beatles have so many iconic covers. Right. Um, I mean, to the point where the white album is literally just a blank cover kind of in con in conflict with the fact that all their ones are so iconic you know um <laughs> shut up that <laughs> um but yeah so I, I don't have the white album actually i okay. don't have yellow submarine and i don't have um magical mystery tour like those are the other three that like i thought like i would have brought if i had them but do you have uh help i do yeah, that's a good one, too. I have help. I have the number one album. I'll have it for sale at the Philly Vintage Fleet. Get your tickets. Um, <laughs> we'll see you in a couple of days. <laughs> uh, yeah, I have a few. I have some of the anthology CDs. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that's one of the... Those those are one of the that's one of the groups that I'll build the whole set like I'll try and grab all the CDs yeah I, I got a couple that I pulled that are a couple groups that I, I'm trying to fill out some of them are like the two that I want to show are like 80-90% there and there's a couple more CDs I need the Beatles is a kind of a tough oh yeah tough one to go for though they got a lot of iconic stuff they and, do they and do. if you want to get all of them I mean that's like what 20 yeah and who knows 20 albums who knows if they made everything on CDs I'm sure they did soundtracks for movies and stuff too yeah, live albums and then yeah. if you want to go like I have some Lennon, I have some uh, McCartney, just solo stuff. So. Yeah, that's kind of that's kind of one of the things that now getting back into finding CDs is I'm now interested in. Like before, I wasn't looking for completion stuff. I was just whatever was at the store, you know, I'd buy. Um, but now <coughs> talking to you and being like, oh, I like this band, this band, I want to have all of the ones that I really like. Right. So way cheaper than getting the T-shirt for sure. <laughs> um, I'll start out with a uh, another iconic album from a very iconic band, the Pink Floyd Little Ball. Um, I pulled this one, not because I've listened to this album a whole lot or that I'm a huge Pink Floyd fan, but um, the construction of the CD. Um, we'll talk about some of the other ones. Like I love the uh, the double CD cases and like all yeah. different weird stuff. This one's like a double CD, even weirder though. It like opens on both sides. Um, it's got this in this big plastic thing in the middle. Is that just two CDs in there? Um, I think so, yeah, it's just two. Yeah, yeah just the front and back side, um, but yeah hold that one simplistic but yeah 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 absolutely effective um yeah and, and 
it's also something to be said like you said that's those are your oldest two like obviously none of these were none of these albums were made to be on cds they're all vinyl first so this was like 10 20 years after it came out i'm sure right that it was redesigned and then packaged in a double disc format you know? yeah that's pretty sweet i don't have that one yet i don't think i've seen that one or i'd pick it up yeah for sure all right you're up all right uh next one i brought nwa straight out of compton nice. um you know everybody knows that this was like a number one album back in the day i don't know it was before i was born um but the reason i really brought this one just because um the effect it had on like streetwear and yeah like what we do today yeah um you know the black hat i'm wearing is a direct you know marketing strategy as a result of this like I yeah read, um some some stories about that so it's just pretty cool um nothing nothing fancy on the Mm-hmm. you know on the cd or disc or the jacket itself but i have their second album downstairs i don't have straight out of compton but i have their second album downstairs and it's it's very similar style like their whole aesthetic and picture taking and photography but it's like a little more like weird and like abstract looking like i'll show you the picture it like it doesn't it doesn't it's not just like a simple under picture with them looking down it's like a weird collage almost it's okay interesting. but um yeah for sure i don't have that one um all right, let me see if I can match that with something similar to my own. My stacks were were nice, and now they're all messed up. Uh, we were going through them before we started. Well, you, okay, you, you told me this. Um, I'll go with two West Coast ones. So today's Snoop's birthday, for anybody who didn't know. I didn't know until Byron told me. Um, but we put up that clip from last week's podcast uh, with Dakota and Justin. Justin was talking about how how much of an impact this this cover had on him. Um, and it's a crazy cover. I mean, this is, this is for me, top three hip-hop album ever. Um, I, I actually had the same experience as Justin. I was watching it uh, last week live and uh, was thinking, yeah, that's exactly my experience. <laughs> like as a kid, my dad would pop that in and like I'm sitting here looking at the cover like. Yeah, it's it's the best use of skits in any hip hop song there is. I mean, the, the interludes and like the beginning and end of the, the album are just like so well story told, in my opinion, yeah. to just set the vibe of like the whole G-Funk like thing. You know yeah. what I mean? Um, and then I got lethal injection which is i think is always a really sweet cover i love i love this uh like type treatment that they got in the cube yep. ice cube i mean he's got like like t-shirts like that that i've seen yeah that's that pretty i'd sweet. love to get <laughs> but i i can get it in cd form so i'll get it there um even the back like the big produced by dr dre executive produced by sugar knight on the back that's sweet start a pile in front of me keep it west coast uh, go with the Tupac. Yeah. So I was trying to read a little bit, like if I didn't know so much about a uh, a CD, mm-hmm. I have something to say about it. Yeah. So this was the first solo CD, dual CD released mm. ever. Really? I believe. That's interesting. I believe that's what I read. You can check Wikipedia. That's where I found my information. <laughs> that's um, what we all do. Right. And I mean, obviously, this was the last album that. Uh, he released before uh, he passed away. Yeah, uh, February, and he passed away in September of '96. Yeah, I don't think I have that. I have Machiavelli. I I mean, I just lucked out on this one day, but I mean, yeah, it's amazing. I didn't know this was a double double um, double disc either. I love I love you. You popped it open for a second. I love the the death row in the inside. That's yeah. awesome. Um. So I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go a little different route. So, one thing that I learned recently is the construction of CDs is a lot more intricate than I thought it was. Because um, a lot of CDs, a lot of the stuff is printed double sided, so that it obviously shows on one side and then you in, the inside cover. I mean, a CD like this has got like like four or five different graphics. You know what I mean? This pulls open, right? Too. Yeah, it looks like it pulled. I didn't take it out earlier. Yeah, unfolds. So yeah, it's got all kinds of stuff. That's awesome. Different shots of Pac. Yeah. Whole track list, booklet. Yeah, it's pretty fucking sweet. Yeah. Like some, some of the artwork in these booklets uh, back in the day. This reminds me of um, the shots from the Humble music video, Kendrick's music video, where they do that same that sort of Little Planet style yeah. camera. Yeah, that's sick. Pretty sweet. Um... So speaking of, put this back the right way. 
Speaking of CD construction, so I had the chance to design my first CD for our friend Justin, JNAG Production on SoundCloud, and um, he had the idea of making a um, a Doom tribute album um, using different vocals that uh, MF Doom has used in the past um, and putting his own beats, putting it, putting it on top of his own beats. So we made, with Justin the six pack of doom um which was a real like learning so I, we we made this 100 percent by hand like we bought all the materials and stuff and and designed it all and you know just from the beginning i was like all right front cover back cover a booklet design the design the cd and then we're going to be done but like no it's a lot more intricate like this back design here so the back design's got the the mem- basically memorial to doom so it's got the rip doom but we went with the um i think this was sean's idea the sea monkeys on the back, like the back advertisement of a comic book has like, you know, crazy advertisement for sea monkeys or x-ray goggles or whatever. So we did a uh, sea monkey wearing the doom mask in front of the doom lair and then with all his names and stuff and then a couple credits and stuff like that. Um, but that was like a completely last second thing because we didn't have a back page and I didn't even think that was going to be a problem because I figured it would just be seen from the front and it'd be fine. But if you pull this out, it's a, it's a full, um, these are always so tough to pull in and out uh full comic book right tells a whole story each 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 panel each panel is based on the song um in the pack so there's six songs total um and then the front cover you have like your kind of iconic marvel looking cover with the character faces at the top and you've got parental advisory sticker and the comic book code authority and all that um and i worked with i worked with aiden and sean and and justin on this and they all brought awesome ideas. Like Aiden had this idea where, you know, you have the the can, right? And then when you pop the CD out of the can, the can opens <laughs> and you see beer under it. I love it. Which is, a, I thought, an amazing idea um, to do all that. Uh, and then you got the track list and all in the back with the crushed cans. Um, we even tried to get a can in each of the pictures. I don't know if we actually got that on each page, but just a really cool thing. We're, we're, so if you want one of these CDs... Um, it supports a really good cause if you buy it. All the proceeds go to uh, Phil Abundance. Justin's still got a few copies. Um, I know he's he's looking to get rid of, but we, um, we're we going to probably do another one. He has a Kanye tribute album, too, that he made, uh, Leave of Absence, that he made like last year, that we're going to come out with new CDs for that, too. So uh, look out for that. But, uh, yeah, I just wanted to bring that up. That's sweet. Yeah. I think the reason I didn't get that is because I never really listened to uh, Doom. I, I, I can't. Never, I can't lie to say I was the biggest fan either. But I, I listened to him a whole lot more while making this. Okay. Um, yeah. For inspiration and stuff, and he's just a very, very interesting guy. And super talented. I will say I. Uh, I don't remember if it was listening to you and uh, Billy on your podcast or what, um, but like I found out about the Gray album. Yeah. Like after yeah, he yeah, passed, yeah. and like, you know, like I, I told you, my girlfriend loves the Beatles. I really like the Beatles. And I like Jay Z as well. Grew mm-hmm. up listening to him, so like that's cool. Yeah, I ju- like I just got into that. Yeah, for sure. Um, so I guess piggybacking off of that. Yeah, I'll grab the other Jay Z collab, yep. Collision Course with uh, Lincoln Park. I just grabbed this like last week. Um, you know, which is which is cool. Cause it's on my list. Jay Z is one of those ones I want to get um, the full run. Yeah. Uh, so I got the Black Album. Um. Yeah, m- most Jay Z yeah. fans have probably heard of both of the things I'm about to bring up, but um, the uh, there's a video of all of, there's a video that they did for a commercial for one of Jay Z's uh, newer albums where they had him reenact all the all the um, shots from the original album. Have you seen that one? I don't know if I have. Sean, can you look that up? Um, it's really dope. Like it's it's all shot. It, it looks like it's shot in one sh- one take, um, but he kind of like transitions and takes a hat off and throws a coat over himself and he stands up and he does all the poses so it looks like each of the albums okay um i want to say it was for like blueprint three that they made the commercial or something but uh, i'm not exactly sure but uh the other thing i was going to say is that that album was for the longest time the only thing on spotify from of jay-z, Jay-Z yeah. because of a uh, title yeah because yeah. all this stuff was on title and so just recently it switched um i think sean's got a queued up you can play it just a minute long
They even got the dynasty in there. Yeah, I thought that was pretty cool. Never, I've never seen that. Yeah, I think I think that's what year they upload that, Sean. Probably not the same year as it came out, but yeah, 2019. So I think it came out like 2000. Yeah, probably like 10 2000s. years ago. Yeah, um, yeah, for sure. Um, uh, and then the last Jay Z that I brought was the Blueprint. Yeah, uh, just celebrated the 20th anniversary. Um, this one's cool. I didn't know this until uh, somebody posted about it. Uh, but the original release came out in this blue jewel case. Yeah, that's really dope. So I've never seen a, that. Yeah. Um, I actually got a double copy of it. And the the second copy that I picked up was the uh, was the blue jewel case. So I was pretty pumped about that when I found out that bit of information. It just adds another layer to it, you know? Yeah, I think that's that's sort of one of the coolest parts about the CD collecting and looking at them. Because like, they're all constructed like slightly differently. Or if they're an interesting album, they are. Um, and just looking at some of the artwork and all that really cool because a lot of it's artwork that you wouldn't you could listen to the album all your life on digital and never see that artwork that's like on the back or stuff like that like an example that i have is um one of my one of my artist collections that i'm still looking to fill out um but on the back of nirvana's in utero there's uh this cool pattern and it's got all these different little icons that I'd never seen before that they use for the artwork. They're pretty cool. Um, some of them are like related to the songs. Most of them aren't though. Um, but yeah, uh, tons of tons of like cool artwork that's just in it. Like even the CD cover itself. Um, it's pretty sweet. Yeah. So speaking of Nirvana, and I know you brought a couple of Nirvana ones too. So I've got two copies of Nevermind. Which so when I asked you. Or no, so so you you said that there were two copies at Good Stuff yeah, one day. Yeah, I, I posted a copy of uh, In Utero and Nevermind because I picked up like three and I just kept posting them to my story. Like. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and so so I saw that and I obviously was way, way into Nirvana at that point and I was like, oh, I need to go grab them, grab them. So me and Sean just dropped what we were doing. We were working on who knows what. Dropped what we were doing, ran over there, got them. And I was like searching for them. I was like, oh, they're gone. And then I and I found them. I was like, oh, perfect. So that kind of spurred me into like, oh, I should go out and get CDs more. And this is like when we were first starting to talk. This is probably a couple of weeks after the first podcast that we did together. And um, so I was like, oh, I should go get CDs more. So I was like, one day I was like, I'm going to bring all my CDs over to the office. And I'm going to like stack them up. I'm going to organize them again. I had both of those albums already. And I just didn't remember because when I got them, I knew of Nirvana, but I wasn't listening to Nirvana. Right. So I wouldn't remember that I had them. I wouldn't put them in my car to, to play them or anything like that. But um, I like, so I got both covers, and both Neverminds. One of them has got the um, featuring, and then it's got some, Smells Like Teen Spirit, Come As You Are, and Lithium, the little like single sticker, I'd call it. Um, so that one's really cool. Like I said, two in uteros. Um, the Muddy Banks CD, which is pretty cool from their live show, one of their more famous live shows. Show that one last because that one's the coolest. Okay. You can talk about this. Okay, <laughs> so then this is Byron's. So this is the one that came out after Kurt Cobain died. Um, it's got the last song that they recorded together, You Know You're Right, um, which Dave Grohl says he can't listen to to this day um, because it's just too emotional of a song. Um, and you can, if you've listened to the song, you probably know why. It's, 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 it's like Kurt Cobain at his most, like, raw raw and like yeah. and like uh very it's a little like too predictive of like there, stuff that happens later. there's a nice little uh like we don't have to like go through it but if you like open up the booklet there's like a nice little like memoriam and like explanation and just like kind of talks about it too yeah uh, when i when i got it like i didn't really realize what it was i just mm -hmm. knew it was a nirvana album that i didn't have yet and mm -hmm. then i got home and was like reading through it it was pretty uh pretty cool to learn yeah, if you if you uh, if you like Nirvana, the um, the super deluxe version of this album on Spotify is really cool. It's got a lot of um, 
like demo recordings and like home recordings and different stuff on it. Um, different like because uh, a couple of their songs they would um, like before they put them on albums or anything they would perform it with one set of lyrics and then Kurt would rewrite the lyrics and do it at a, as a different song later on. Like there's a couple s- songs that they've done like that. So um, there's a couple of the original lyrics on the songs. Okay, that's pretty um, sweet. So it's kind of cool um, if you're really into that stuff. This one, Dad, if you're watching, my dad found um, out Cesticide, which is a Shout out your PH father. Yeah, which is a bootleg um, compilation of Nirvana and Kurt Cobain um, recordings. Um, so the first seven tracks are the first demo tape for Reciprocal Records in Seattle from 1988. And then tracks 17 through 19 are an unreleased sub-pop um, mini album. So me and Sean listened to this. It's sh- such shitty quality it's like it's like recorder on a recorder but it's really cool and and if it was any other band like if it was a more mainstream um like limp biscuit well no even limp biscuit i think would <laughs> i think would go with it i mean if it's a, if it was a more cleaner sound like cleaning sounding sounder I, band yeah, yeah it would suck because <laughs> it would just be shitty recordings but like the fact that it's shitty recordings of early nirvana kind of helps it and right. makes it a little bit better um but yeah it's 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 a really cool one and it's got I also love it because of how like much detail that this bootlegger or like whatever went into making all this stuff, you know? Yeah, um, we were talking about it beforehand. Like I picked up a few bootlegs and it's just like a white piece of paper, more or less a burnt CD. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, and so this one, this one's pretty Intricate. cool. Um, this is definitely the coolest one I have. You have, you didn't bring it with you, said, but you have um, Incesticide. I have Incesticide and I think I have, I have the, what? Other one I Do you have Reading? Um, no. Live. Recording? I think all the other ones that uh, I have. I have MTV unplugged the cassette. Oh, tape. you have you have you have. Oh, you have the cassette. I okay. have the cassette. Yeah, I need I need that. I need that's that one's like a de facto or like a pretty much an album for them. Like yeah. for them, it's unplugged it's, albums are great. Yeah, yeah, and and it's, I have um I, I didn't bring about, with me. I have a um Clapton one. I have the Clapton. I have yeah. Alicia Keys. Lauren Hill. Yeah. There's some that I need, like Nirvana. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. All right, go ahead. You're next. Ooh. All right. Limp Biscuit. Let's go. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so, uh, I don't know how I started listening to Limp Biscuit. I guess my dad um, was really into it. And it was just like one of the CDs that like he and my brother like would always put on. And uh, like I had this poster in my room, like from when I was like eight years old or something, until, until like I guess twenty, and I moved out at eighteen, or whatever. Um, but this is just—it's one of those ones that just holds a special place in my heart, I guess, because I used to listen to it all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's, you know, it's got goofy like gorillas like artwork in here. Yeah. Um, f- funny story. This week. I was wearing my Limp Biscuit shirt, and uh, I picked up at the last Philly Vintage Flea. Mm-hmm. Get your tickets. See you on Saturday. And uh, I was rocking it. We were just hanging out at the house, and uh, a few of our, our friends from Texas were visiting last week. And uh, I hear them whisper to my girlfriend, like, does, does Byron even listen to Limp Biscuit?" <laughs> and I, like, I turned around like they didn't think I could hear him. I was like, did you just three songs me? Like, <laughs> hold on. Like, I explained the whole situation. They're like, yeah, name three songs. And I'm just like, get off me. I can yeah. name, like, half this album in order. <laughs> um, and, you know, the other one, Chocolate Starfish, Hot Dog Flavored Water. Yeah. Uh, you know, it's got Fred Durst's butthole on the front. <laughs> uh, it's pretty iconic. Uh, you know, you look at the uh, the disc. It's also, yeah. you know, the center of it is like, I don't know. It's, it's yeah, silly. Butthole. It's childish. It's fucking hilarious yeah um and just another one that like i don't know i always think of like good times just like hanging out with my dad and my brother playing video games whatever it was uh we just used to have a uh my dad had this 300 disc changer i just sit on it and i was like it was somewhere in like the 250s where i could go and i could just play like eight different cds and it would be like limp biscuit it would be like Godsmack, foo fighters and then like get into some hip-hop Dr. Yeah. Dre, Snoop, for sure, for sure. I, I, need, I, I need one of those. Um, 
So I came up on a whole bunch of Limp Bizkit, Corn, like anything new metal or alternative of the early or late 90s, early 2000s at Goodwill. And it must have been somebody's entire collection. Right. Um, which is, a, you know, a common common thing that'll happen if you if you thrift a lot you'll find that you get like a a a nice sweet roll in one in one place of like five six shirts and you're like oh this is definitely all from the same guy right shout out shovin mac yeah and yeah and um (laughs) and with cds i think that's even more common because people decide one day that they don't want any of their cds anymore yeah i mean this is very much a thing that you would just take your whole thing and be like yeah i'm never going to use this again have you heard of the internet yeah absolutely right (laughs) right i I don't want to deal with physical media that can break and and scratch and stuff like that i mean back to these albums i mean like like wu-tang is on these albums yeah like i mean bill gave me shit for these the other day and was just like Three dollar bills are only album worth a damn. I disagree. <laughs> I mean, Limp Bizkit has got to be the band that gets the most hate nowadays, right? Limp Bizkit fans. I don't, I don't know. I don't know. Really? I, a lot of people put down Limp Bizkit fans. Sean's would. Sean, would you agree? It's kind of trendy. Yeah, it's it's mm-hmm. now now it's trendy to like them again. Yeah, 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 yeah. Exactly. Um, all right, let me see if I can find some of them from that haul though, because I know I pulled a few of those ones. Um, we got this album, which you said you'd never heard of. The uh, the presence in the United States of America. Yes, that's just one that has that recognizable spine that I see all the time. Yeah, with that like um, typewriter font. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's a couple songs on here that that just came up. You know, like I was listening to like Meat Puppets or Nirvana, and then you get to the end of the album, okay. and you know, Lump will play or Peaches will play, and like stuff like that. So I haven't listened to this whole album a whole lot, but um, you know, I think they're pretty well known. Um, Rage Against the Machine. Another iconic album cover um, with a whole lot of baggage. They have a they have a couple iconic ones. Yeah, for sure. Um, I forget and, the name of the other album, but and a similar style to that last one I showed with the typewriter um, label maker kind of font everywhere. That's iconic for Rage. Um, yeah, but those are t- those are two of them that I found in that uh, that series. But I think that's all I got. Go ahead, you're next. All right. This one I got downstairs, I know, for sure. I'm surprised this wasn't in your stack. This was, <laughs> this was one of the ones that I left out originally. Because uh-huh. I was like, ah, oh, he'll for sure bring this one up. <laughs> uh, I, I actually thought the exact opposite. I was like, he's going to bring that. I don't need to bring that. <laughs> I mean, all right, fair enough. So, uh, Enema of the State. This is just one, um, when you talked about uh, iconic covers yeah. and just artwork. I mean, if you want to go like through this one, like the CD, kind of how you talked about the Nirvana. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, in uh what was it in utero with the mm-hmm. logos on the back it has them all on there yeah this has got all the like different medical um icons and stuff like that poison icons and stuff it's yeah, like, so funny <laughs> you know this is cd construction too right. this is awesome it's art yeah it's like well we'll get there yeah um yeah i mean and i again i'm i'm I mean, you got, you got the lyrics in here too, which not everybody did. Yeah, even the back looks like a, the back of a pill bottle with all the little, um, you know, boxes with the small type and all that. It's awesome. Uh, that's a, I mean, a lot of these, I'm working on the whole, the whole run. Uh-huh. Uh huh. I feel like I've got close to them. Yeah. I don't ever really like stop and look. Like it's just kind of a thing. Like every few weeks, I'll take a picture. Yeah, I mean, both of, of us collection and reference it in the thrift aren't deep enough to be like on any, you know, CD collecting subreddits or anything. But I'm sure there's guys out there who like they got the full list and they can tell you like, oh, yeah. oh you're missing this. Right. You know, like <laughs> you're no, you're missing their third album or, you know, do you ever talk to people uh, while they're picking like CDs? No, like, actually ever, ever like start conversations with those people. One guy started a conversation with me. I pulled out. Um, man, I can't remember who it was. It was a U2 album. I pulled out a U2 album, and um, I think that I think they, their one album that has Sunday Bloody Sunday on it is called Sunday Bloody Sunday, but I might be wrong. Um, so I'm looking for that, like, because I love that song, and I like the, you know, Irishness of that song. So I, li- I like that, and I want to find it. And I pulled out another one of theirs, and I was, like, just reading the back, and I'm, like, not a huge U2 fan or anything, but I was, like, I don't really know any of these songs. So I'm going to put it back. And the guy was, like, oh, that's a great album. Hmm. And I was, like, oh, is it? He's like, He's, like, yeah, you should get it. You should buy that. And I was, like, okay. Did you buy it? No. And then I saw him later in the store and I was like, I was like, he was like, oh, did you get that album? I was like, uh, I actually put it back. Uh, it's too scratch, bro. <laughs> yeah. Well, I was just like, I don't know this album. And they have like 
a lot of them. They have a lot of different albums. They, and like, yeah, and they've been making music for decades. For me, I mean, it's a whole lot easier to find new music on Spotify and then be like, oh, I need this, I need this CD. You know what I mean? I'd rather learn about it first than take my chances with a CD that I don't know, pop it in my car and be like, oh, I don't like this. Yeah, that's fair enough. <laughs> hey, but at a dollar, you can't lose. That's true. That's true. <laughs> and you don't want to leave it there and then like, like later on be like, oh, I love that album and I never picked it up. Right. You never know find mean? it again. Yeah. Um, for sure. All right. My, my turn. Um, <coughs> let's, let's switch gears entirely. Oh yeah. So this is a group that I was surprised how stacked my, um, my collection was. Um, so Wu-Tang and Wu-Tang related albums. So we got eight diagrams, right? Lesser known Wu project. Um, two different grave diggers, which this one is amazing. And this one is, I think their original one, which is really good too. Um, we got, and then we got like the, the, the top of the, some of the top, I don't think I have liquid swords here, but some of the top of like the single projects. So we got Cuban links to call. We got my personal favorite Iron Man. Again, with a nice sticker, the, the Wu saga continues on it. Um, big, big sticker guy. Uh, another one with a sticker, Supreme clientele. And then, then there's this one. So, obviously, no Wu Tang collection would be complete without Thirty Six Chambers, and I think my dad found this. I might have found this. I don't remember, um, but I went to play it in my old car, which had a CD player, and this was my first time using the CD player. And I put it in the car, and it ate the CD. The eject button did not work on the CD player, and I couldn't get it out. And I was never bothered enough to try to figure out how to get a CD out of a broken CD player. You like forgot about it when you sold the car? Yeah, so <laughs> so I now have an empty case, which I'm not getting rid of, with two booklets, um, two booklets from the album. But yeah. It, it'll come. <laughs> I hope so. Um, and it, I think it'll be like, uh, well, you'll, you'll show it later, but like the Nelly. Yeah. Uh, you found I, you found the empty case. Yeah. And or no, you found the you found the CD. I found the empty case. We put them together. Put them together. Now we have a finished boom. one. Yeah. So that so let's talk about that. That's that's sort of um, a big thing with CDs is you gotta check to make sure that you got the CD in there, and that seems easy enough. You go to the store, you pick pick them out, and check if it has a CD in it. But some places are terrible to CD collectors, and they tape the tape. cases shut. Yeah. So that people don't steal the CDs, which I get, but at the same time, I don't get it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not. I don't. I, I don't want to buy certain CDs because they're taped up, and I'm like, I don't know if the CDs have been in here. But obviously, sometimes you come across one that you've been looking for, and you're like, I gotta get it, right. and I gotta go in the parking lot and check to see if there's a CD in it. You can, you can finagle some tape in the store. Oh yeah, that's if you really if you're really worried. Yeah. Some places like uh like good stuff, for example, they're video games. They started like taping like big piece of tape at the top and the bottom so it's like you have no and maybe even the side too you have no chance of getting it open in the store yeah and like it's just a crapshoot you have to hope that like they didn't just do a quick pass and like yes there's a disc in here i've seen second ave um bundle them too i've seen them bundle vhs's as well as as cds where there's like three of them together okay and it's like why would you do this like i just want the one i know it's a cheap price anyway i'm gonna buy them all but like why why are you doing this <laughs> like like just to move them move them quicker you know and and you know to, to get rid of them beat but i don't know all right keeping with the uh the wu-tang theme i saw you brought your whole uh whole arsenal so i went back and i grabbed mine nothing uh i think yours is better obviously but uh got the swarm volume one here that's dope just freaking cool on the inside I was never like big into Wu Tang. I'm from Texas. I was southern <laughs> southern rap pretty uh pretty religiously, but like you got like a whole explanation on like the different larvae and yeah in there. I don't know. Yeah, it's pretty cool. It's cool. I'm seeing that one. Uh, I love Med and Red. Uh, Meth and Red. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so like this was cool finding this. It's pretty sweet. It's got uh, some tight artwork on there, and then you get, throw it back even further. Inspect the deck. Uh, I, I looked through this one. This one was kind of cool. He's like flipping the script. He started off pictures of him getting pulled over by police officers. 
and then at like at the end of the booklet he's like got the police officers in handcuffs like pushed up against the wall it's just silly <laughs> that's dope and then the rizza bobby digital yeah this one's dope like i just found these all together uh oh really th- wow. this was all the other day when i posted like those 20 uh 20 different albums and it was like you know like you said somebody literally just said yep yeah spotify. we're done with these i got yep. spotify now so um this one's sweet another one just like very like through and through it wasn't just like the music it was the yeah. whole thing for him so um that was cool and then this one uh prince paul a prince of thieves never even heard of it but i was just kind of looking at it <clears throat> and this dude like I'll let you look at it. Uh, he, he put together like a like a cinematic experience, and like that was his vision. And this is another one that I was like, well, I've never heard of it. Let me like let me look up on it. Mm-hmm. And uh, like he was like getting all these people in on his projects. And allegedly, Wikipedia says uh, that he was driving to meet up with Notorious B.I.G. the night that he was killed no way. to like get him to work on this album or like pitch him the album i forget like specifically what it was but i mean if you go through there it's like a music video and like de la souls in there um like there's an exhibit i saw some crazy uh, everlast is in here yeah um big daddy kane and like this guy he was the producer of like de la souls bismarck rest in peace yeah this was on there too uh he he produced de la souls like first few albums okay and so like kind of rose with them Oh, this is dope. But I like I was reading about this. Uh, so each one has project, like, and he like had a vision to to like make an actual movie for this. But so I don't think it ever happened. Yeah, each one has like a like a movie poster kind of like right like typesetting and stuff. That's all. It's really cool. So I mean, it looks like they have like actual music videos to like all these songs, kind yeah, of the check. way that the uh, the booklet set up. But that was out. just one where like I was looking at it. And I'm like, well, you you're talking about iconic artwork here. Then we gotta yeah, this is really some cool. of this intricacies in. Yeah, I've never heard of this or seen this. Uh, I like that too. If you like Prince Among Thieves, check out these uh these other albums. A lot of them have that, especially Wu Tang, since like they're like yeah they were all about their brand. Right? Oh like, right, and supporting each other too. So like uh, I bet you if you open some of those, there'll be like advertisements for uh, like Wu Wear in there too. Yeah. I feel like uh, maybe that swarm one had it uh, in there. Absolutely. So you brought up um, you brought up Southern rap. So I'm gonna go through. So we we both agree um, that Southern rap albums of like the late '90s, early 2000s have some of the best and craziest album artwork that there is. Yeah. Um, so I'm gonna pick a couple to go through. So I'm gonna leave that one. Um, leave that one too. <laughs> a lot of these are really good, but uh, this one's weird. Uh, never listened to it. No clue. Game face. This weird 3D graphic face of Master P. Um, What's that track list? Yeah. Uh, um, and then it's all, it's got all the No Limit stuff on it. And so this whole style, Ooh-wee. you can look it up online. There's a um, there's a oh he the guy. The guy on um, my dad's saying that the guy on Prince of Thieves is uh, was in Grave Diggers. That makes sense. Okay. Yeah. That makes sense. Cool. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, so you can look it up. There's like a whole family tree of Master P related artists and people he's worked with and people who've been on his label. And um, just go look at all of their album art. It gets so crazy. The scenes and setups become insane. Um, I think I was talking to you about the UGK one the one yeah. time where they're on Suck like a the pool, where they're on a pool table and it's like he's sitting on a pool table and there's a giant pool ball they're very weird and very strange a lot like the newer like gucci main yeah. atmosphere like is because there's a lot of weird ones like that um so a couple other ones for snoop totally different than doggy style totally worse in my opinion but also really cool that's just like him getting caught up in the times yeah exactly right? for sure he's got like a a generated snoop world mansion in the back that looks like it's like in england he's got like two two cars on either side of him dog with a bedazzled muzzle on it's like a harlem world uh, mace <laughs> oh yeah yeah, like yeah similar album um and then also weird cd as well this blue plastic case um that's pretty sweet do you know if that's original i guess it has to be because yeah. this is on the out yeah so that so in this one the the outer normally you'd slide the inner and outer um covers this one's attached to the plastic case um and then just like we were saying 
look at all the other um, albums that are being promoted. Right, there's some of the ones we were talking about. Yeah, and a, a lot of these are equally insane. Um, and even on the back cover, you have Nino Brown, Goodfellas. Um, but yeah, so just just craziness again. Always the giant no limit, the the chain that they just put in Photoshop and just like <laughs> traced out and then slapped on every logo, every um, every single album. It's dope. Um, a couple more. We got big timers. Again, just gaudy as hell, everywhere. Jewels. Can I see this one? Yeah, for sure. Um, and then we got make him say uh, Master P. This one's a little more tame. Um, Cause it's a single. Yeah. yeah. Not not as much not as much going on here. Got Silk the Shockers um, album there though. I think that's the one you were talking about, right? Charge to the game. Yeah. Him him with a uh, with a ghetto express car with him <laughs> on the card instead of an American G-Max? Express. Yeah, it's it's dope. Um, and then I got the two that are my favorite. So I'm gonna start with the one that's my number one favorite hip hop album cover of all time um it's one of the only album covers that i think the album's great but it might be the only album cover that surpasses the greatness of the music itself and that's juveniles 400 degrees i mean it is so amazingly collaged i mean it's just amazing that they break so many graphic design rules like just so (laughs) many like those words should not be stressed like that you shouldn't have this much of one color just overlays you can't even tell it looks like there's like who's in charge here there's <laughs> there is like I, I don't know there's like some sort of ceiling thing but i always it, it just looks like he's in hell but like golden hell and there's these <laughs> girls sitting in front of like Woody. sitting in front of like library a library like <laughs> it's so strange and weird um but it's just perfect it's just perfect in every way and then and then the back is just simple it's just simple cash money with again a cutout of a chain on the back um and even i even love the spine of this album because it's that it's in futura it looks like an old nike shirt or something with the with the one color futura and it's just it's this is my favorite album cover of all time for sure um and i think it's the it's not the craziest example of this style there's weirder concepts weirder ideas but i think this is the one that like hits the mark best where it's like so bad it's good yeah in that way you know so i want to piggyback off of that one it's a cd that i actually own it's in texas um sean can you pull it up it's uh actually here you can see it on a shirt if you uh, pull up instagram and go to free border palace this is one of my favorite accounts to follow he's from texas so he posts a lot of cool texas stuff which is one of the reasons yeah um but it's a sweet young star shirt scroll down it might be a little ways i've showed it to you before i should have sent it to you god dang it all right uh <laughs> can you can you just look up a uh, young star throwing young player it's it's in that same uh like big timers cash money style um it's just a great album my uh my older brother put me on uh, to this album back in the day and uh was it so young album? stars no o and it's a uh, throwed young playa yeah okay yeah you did show me this one yes so, yeah, so i mean there's a lot to, that one up. there's a lot to break down here because i mean he's in his own jersey he's the typ he's got the typ across the chest he's got his chain on you know he's got his blinged out uh name up there but he's got his mama boring pouring him a bowl of his own brand of cereal back before like that was a like you know what when Michael, before travis scott had the reese's puffs like young star had the young o's you know what i mean like legendary and a great album like the the putting yourself on another product on your own album is just the best <laughs> it's so that's so funny but like put on for his mom too like yeah. she's right there on the front so like uh that dude I, I showed you on instagram he has like the shirt yeah like the promo shirt just a black shirt with the album art on there and it's so freaking cool well i mean i guess it should be said we've we've mentioned rap tees a lot on this um podcast and we talked about it with bill like what he defines as a rap tee and stuff like that like this style is what 
rap t this like like the young it's star the up there rap t style. that's the rap t style which right. is even funny because like if you look at like real rap tees of like old dirty bastard or stuff like that it's a slightly different style like it's primary colors using big bold you know uh portraits and stuff like that but like the bling of it didn't come through a whole lot in like the 90s right. rap ones and then but through time and through the 2000s and stuff like that like this has become the style of a rap tee you right. know what I mean which is just I don't know interesting to me and I think like there's a there's that dude who I'm not gonna name drop him because I, I don't really love what he does but like who's made a whole career basically making rap tees for like um, you know urban outfitters and stuff like that and like that's the style that he's pulling off and he's doing it pretty close to how they did it like they had early photoshop back then when they were using it and they were just using like bevels and stuff to make is bling it, looking stuff is that the dude who did the 30 days of raptees maybe i'm not sure i don't hate him i'm not i don't hate him d bruce no no not him oh, okay. not him no 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 right. he's much more commercial than a guy cool because i bought one of his tees no i mean you can buy you can buy the raptees <laughs> i don't care i'm not i'm not telling you what to buy um I know. but yeah i mean this is this is amazing so all right Last one. This isn't necessarily my favorite, but it's really, really cool. And I didn't even really know I had it. So, Master P, MP The Last Don, holographic album cover. I mean, just so cool. <laughs> like, like I, I don't even really know what to say about this one. It's got that cool holographic that's, feel in the that's front. Just, that's just taking what your, your product very seriously. Yeah, yeah. Right? Like, putting pride into what you're putting out and saying like they're not just buying the music they're buying this physical thing and masterpiece knew that better than almost anybody i mean like you know you can you can sort of mock the the like lo-fi style of a lot of the artwork and the low effort but it's really not low effort it's like exactly what they wanted to do and they were definitely like you know asking the artist like hey what do you want on your album cover and he's like i want my mama pour me cereal <laughs> with my face on it and it's like that's still better than like a you know a like a, a a label being like this is what you're gonna put on your cover and that's it right it's at least more authentic to yeah. the artist and the sound you know and it created a whole you know like lineage of like doing a rap album this way that didn't exist before you know what i mean yeah. um and master p was the was the the master behind all that um and i even love that you know i got the i just showed you this one right. he's, he's promoting this one on this album you know <laughs> and then you open it up and he's got more on the inside um oh i just broke it didn't i no i'm good yeah there you go it's it's very cool um yeah wonderful holographic gotta do more holographic cds all right i'm gonna go to maybe my favorite uh cover Again, just in the big CD hall that I just got, Lil Cease, dude's just butt naked on his <laughs> on his cover. You know, like I feel like if I was putting out a mixtape today, I would probably do something like this. Yeah, and just pose naked on it. <laughs> uh, but I mean, he's even giving you back shots. <laughs> I love my family tatted on his back. It's I don't know. So great. It, you know, it's just somebody being goofy and i'm i feel like i'm a goofy ass dude so like, yeah i can appreciate yeah being naked on your gangster rap album yeah i love the tagline it's been a long time coming <laughs> that's great, great um yeah i i totally know you mean and like and like look at that picture of him that's so funny it's <laughs> hilarious um, I also love I love when albums take like a a really strong color palette choice like, yes like when it's like because you you know you have experience with this when you go across the shelf and something really stands out to you and you're like that one like um, I know my dad is looking for the the purple Raekwon right and the 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 cassette of that like he's not gonna miss that if he's looking through them you know of what I course. mean that's gonna scream out at you and like um, we didn't we didn't mix any of the like um, you see them at every thrift store CDs in here right. but there are a couple of those where you're like as soon as you see the spine as soon as you see any color on it you're like oh it's that album oh yeah it's like yeah uh, name one uh no doubt there's like a million no doubts no everywhere doubt. um Enya, all over the place i'm, I'm looking for no doubt I, yeah i need to get uh no doubts uh for my boy Fruwear. i got i got two two of them downstairs um i'm looking for what else wow what is it uh the one for me jagged little pill <laughs> okay and to, i don't to, know how many i see of that to, to be fair 
I might have all of her uh, Alanis's uh, CDs. Like uh-huh. I have the collection, like like her greatest hits. Okay. I have the Jagged Little Pill and Acoustic. So it's getting serious. <laughs> um, what else I got? Uh, I picked a couple. Um, I own I own quite a few soundtrack um, soundtrack CDs, but I just pulled two of my favorite. Uh, Judgment Night. Never seen the movie, no clue what it's about, but it's got a lot of the artists that I love doing um, mashup songs or like parts of their songs mixed with their with new songs or some of them are new. I don't know the story behind this. I'm not going to front like I do. Um, yeah. This is a pretty, I think it's a pretty famous album uh, soundtrack though, I, I've heard. I've never heard of it until you showed it to me, but I, I really dig it because I remember, well, like the Linkin Park album, so like Numb yeah. Encore, like loved that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Go ahead. It's it's alternative mixed with hip hop mostly. Like yeah. you've got you've got Punk- Helmet, House of Pain, and then you've got like Sonic Youth, Cypress Hill. Like Sonic Youth, Cypress Hill. Like that's a. Do crazy you remember uh, Punk Goes Crunk? No. You might have been a little. I'm just a too young. little too young. <laughs> you might have just been like about to get out of elementary school. But it was just like screamo punk bands doing like Crank That Soldier Boy. Like, oh shit! Like it's just. Silly. I just want to yeah. know where to listen to tonight. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, that CD. I mean, they're all great though. Mud Honey and Sir Mix a Lot, that's awesome. Slayer and Ice T, amazing. Biohazard and Onyx, like Faith No More. Every single one of them is is really cool. Um, so if you haven't yeah, listened to it, and if you know what this is, and I don't, tell me. <laughs> yeah, drop more knowledge on these CDs because like. um, we don't know everything about this. And uh, I mean, dude, Dinosaur Junior. and Del the Funkahoma Sapiens. <laughs> That's pretty Funky sweet. On one on one song, like it's really cool. You should you should listen to it if you have it. Um, and then hold on one, one more favorite soundtrack all time, the Space Jam. Gotta love it. Gotta love a Space Jam soundtrack. I used um, to listen to that uh, on Yahoo Music, like when like I was still on dial up internet. And yeah. I would like wait. Uh, I would wait like five minutes to hear hit him up. <laughs> hit him up. Hit him up. Uh, yeah, dude. It's it's um. It's one of my favorites. I mean, I've I've seen that we have we have over forty copies of Space Jam in our house. We're gonna try to build a a mausoleum or something to Space Jam one day. That's um, sweet. Like that uh, like that Jerry Maguire guy on on YouTube. Look that up. <laughs> have you ever seen the uh, the uh, guy that um, gets gets Jerry Maguire VHS is shipped to him? Um, go ahead, your turn. I don't know. We only have a minute. No, no, no. We're good. We're good. We can keep going. All right. I want to talk about this. It's not a CD, mm-hmm. um, but it's a song that I found on Spotify some years ago, um, and it's Andre 3000 doing the, uh, hold up, I actually have that for you, um, <laughs> not not joking, I have that, Frank. Um, <laughs> He's looking for basketball's next kept secrets, right? No, basketball's best kept secrets. I s- best kept secrets, okay. I'm like 95% sure I have that. I'll have to check when I get home. Okay, um, sure. But this is uh, Andre 3000 doing the Beatles all together now. So, uh, you know, one of those songs that's been, you know, done a lot. Sure. Um, but it's really cool because Nike actually commissioned to have him do this after Kobe's like fourth or fifth uh, championship. Mm-hmm. And we have the commercial queued up for it. So you guys can check it out. For sure. That's awesome. Yeah, that's pretty sweet. I mean, Nike obviously has a crazy history of amazing commercials, but 
right. using their power to be like, we want. Not only are they going to use a Beatles song, but they're going to have Andre three thousand cover a Beatles song. Right. Like that is. And then make it all about Kobe. That is exactly what Nike should be doing with all those millions of dollars that they have. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's what they should be doing. And it's like it's even uh, it's even more special now, like with Kobe oh, yeah. like passing. Like I don't know. I just like. Yeah, get goosebumps every time I'm watching that. Even have Andre 3000 do it. He's not an artist known for doing a lot of like commercial stuff for like right. anybody. You know, I'm sure he's right. pretty picky with who he chooses well, I mean, to work with. I mean, it's real low key. Like, how many people? Yeah. I, I mean, have you heard of this? Yeah. If you're if you're a Kobe fan, you gotta go get one for yeah. sure. That's so, gotta be part of a Kobe collection. So I was, I like I was telling you beforehand, like. I've known about it. I was looking it up, looking up in, if they made a CD, and it, they made like a seven-inch vinyl, and uh, you can get it for like sealed, like pretty much like ten dollars shipped. So yeah. that's what I did. Yeah, that's that's an all-time piece for sure. All right, do you want to go rapid fire and see what we have left? Let's do it. All right, go ahead. You start. All right, I brought the Low End Theory tape. Love it. Uh, mainly because you got five. With the single line UNC script on there, nice. and you know that's like that's my favorite hat too. So obviously a legendary album, but that's dope. Got a couple just great all-time great albums, Fleetwood Mac, Rumors, um, when they were almost broken up, made some of their best songs. Miseducation of Lauryn Hill, one of the best hip-hop albums of, of all time as well. I also brought the Fugees. Uh, yeah, kind nice. of piggybacking off of that Lauryn Hill. Uh, keep it going with the basketball. Love it. The Shaq that's, I need that too. That's that's dope. Yeah, this was this was sweet. Again, like half of these I found in that big hall. Yeah. Bring out your outcasts so we can show them all together. <laughs> I already think I went through them, right? No, you didn't. No, I didn't yet. Oh yeah, I don't. I didn't. All right. We got. Uh, what do you got? I got Stankonia and uh, Big Boy and Andre Presents. And I got Equemini and Speaker Box and Love Below. This is one of my favorite albums. Yeah, it's really great. My brother got that one when it came out, and. Uh, I would just listen to the Love Below a lot, and yeah. like I pretty, I had to stop picking it up. It was like it competes with uh, Nevermind for like how many I have. Yeah, like I probably have four or five copies at the Flea. And uh, Big Boy in the iconic, um, I think it's called the Peacock Chair. So you see it in like a million different albums. You can look it up. Fox has got a really cool video on the Peacock Chair. Oh, I didn't check know. It out. Yeah, that's uh, cool. The Marvin Gaye one, you know, More Love by Drake. He's sitting, yes. he's sitting in one of these too. Okay. Tons of them. Tons of albums. Well, it's like a it's like a trope. Well, break break out that AT Aliens, because these these CDs are just like another on another level too. The artwork. AT Aliens. Right oh. oh yeah, my bad. Yeah. Yeah. I mean just just cool art. Yeah. Like real. Yeah. Funkadelic. Sweet. Um. I got this one. Pulled this one. Best still sealed, best of the Grateful Dead. I pulled this one because our guest next week is the biggest deadhead I know. That's all my hats are dead, Carrie. Um, he's going to come talk to us about making awesome embroidered hats and stuff like that. So uh, pulled this one. Love the Grateful Dead too. Um, probably would never open this, but this is, you know, I, I, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll cue this up on a playlist for Spotify. On Spotify for myself later, and uh, I'll just play it that way. That's awesome. I'm excited to see what he brings <laughs> out for sure. Uh, I brought this. Who? You know, what we you know, do. I know I had to bring this out for the podcast. <laughs> uh, Love it. What we do single. So Yeah, it's awesome. Um, another Philly John. Still sealed almost completely. A little chip in the end. But uh, The Roots, another all-time album. Oh, that's sealed. Yeah, still no, sealed. No ifs, ands, or buts. Calling it sealed. Got the uh, Rough Riders Volume 1. I pulled this like just before DMX passed away, too. But, I mean, obviously. I wish we could talk more about that one. Yeah. Ooh. You got some. You yeah, got some all times go, too. Go got the the perfect Nas pair. It was written in Illmatic. Here I'm holding up my invisible copy of uh, As I Am. <laughs> I left at home. Uh, so as far another iconic, well crafted through and through, Slim Shady LP. Yeah. Uh, it's got like all this cartoon shit in in the book, and then the pills on the front. Yeah, for sure. Iconic album. Um, what else do I got here? I got uh, talked about the Nellies, the one you helped me recreate. I think I have an, I found another one a, a few weeks later. Um, one of them scratched, one of them's not. I have to check every time I want to play it to see which one's which. So uh, Nelly was my first favorite rapper growing up. Okay, yeah. And so I like I had all his CDs. I had Country Grammar, Nellyville. Uh, I almost I almost brought the Dirty Versions, which is like a remix CD, which you can't get on. Uh, like Apple Music, so it is kind of a good one to have. But it's just yeah. like remix. Like he did a Ride With Me remix with John Mayer. Oh, sweet. Really? Uh, yeah. That's um awesome. There's a lot of cool ones on there. I gotta check that out. Uh, 50 Cent, 
Get Rich or Die Trying, one of the best albums of all time. Yeah. Uh, came out on my birthday. It uh, it was the first album that I can remember listening to uh, through and through, cover mm-hmm. to cover, and like not wanting to change the song. Just yeah. like, and I, I was in the f- like fifth grade. I yeah. remember being in Ohio and just like listening to the whole thing. So he got shot, right? And he went to rehab and he rehabbed in the Poconos and he was uh, working out in a gym. And the guy who was my um, high school strength and conditioning coach for football was actually working at that gym when he was rehabbing. That's badass. Yeah, it's a pretty cool story. Because that's like the... That makes me think of like the intro to uh, In the Club. Yeah, yeah, yeah. he's like doing all of like the tests and stuff. Uh, 50 didn't really do it for me after that. Uh, sure, But this yeah. G-Unit, uh, this G-Unit stuff, like this was good. Stunt 101, I smell pussy. That. Same time, going against him in the charts. Yeah. Kanye's. <laughs> Uh, late registration and college dropout. You got the dropout one there too. If we had graduation, we'd have a nice four CD run. But right. uh, you know, it is what it is. Yeah. And then I got two, um, two more. We got the Vitology one, which I just brought out because it's really cool, really well put together. It's like a sort of like feels like old west sort of like yeah, like old uh, like medicine. almost like a rest yeah me- medicine like recipe cookbook. Type. Yeah feel to it like a um, journal even all on printed on like this cool paper and and in the in the um like fake leather kind of book feel and then it's got a um one of them slide in cd cases so um a little like fake velvet thing and then go ahead you finish it out and then i will all right so i got it. uh j cole's first album you know j cole's yeah finally solidifying himself as one of the goats in hip-hop so that was cool to find uh and then rest in peace, Nipsey Hussle. I got the uh, sealed victory lap CD. Yeah, another guy in my mind like Master P, who just knew what he was doing. Yeah, you when were, it came to marketing. What that was you and Brian talking about that? Yeah, 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 absolutely. Um, and then I got my favorite band, Meat Puppets. You got this one for me. Yeah. I'm still looking for some more Meat Puppets. They're they're one of the ones that I I'll probably for a long time try to find all their stuff because it's gonna be a little tougher to find. Right. Um, I'm looking for their second album it's just called two um that's the album that has a lot of the songs that were played on mtv's uh that they came on stage with nirvana and played a couple of their songs okay um, in unplugged they played oh, that's sweet. um what do they play I'm, I'm blanking out but uh they played like plateau i think they played uh what's that one i always fucking listen to sean how am i not how do i not remember this how do i not remember my favorite it's band it's like okay. three songs that play with another band i love Whatever. I, I'm glad you like told me to be on the lookout for them because that's something that, like, I wouldn't like. I'd never pick that up. Yeah, yeah, and and you you picked you, this one up for me too. The uh, the Dead Milkmen. If you don't know the Dead Milkmen, they're um like a really, like classic sounding punk band. But what set me off is like again like like I find all my music. I'll listen to something on Spotify, and then my favorite function on Spotify or any listening platform is that it plays shuffled adjacent acts after you're done listening to something you love because that's how I found Meat Puppets that's how I found Dead Milkman like I would just listen to stuff that I like and I think I was probably listening to like I don't know like the Ramones or something and then this came on afterwards and what caught me was that their accents were Philly accents and they were doing punk punk rock music and Philly accents and I was like hold on they said that word that word was way too familiar so I looked it up and I was like they're from Philly and the the songs are about the Jersey Shore and like stuff like that and like so I was like, this is really cool. Um, and that, then I come to know, you know, they're pretty well-known. Do you, do you know Ween? Who? Ween? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> Not a huge Ween fan, but, no, uh, I'm but tr- I, I know a couple songs. I'm trying to, that's another one I'm on the lookout. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll keep an eye out for you. Um, but thanks, guys, for watching. Um, Thank you. Thanks for coming on. Uh, do you have a, any shirts you want to get to? I want to nope. leave you out, no? Okay. No, I don't need to show them. All right, cool. We'll, we'll have you on next time. <laughs> me, and, me and Byron are going to go look out for you, more... You didn't show all uh, your sublimes, though. Oh, I did forget about that. I also have what I got single, Sublime uh, in concert, the 20th Century Masters copy of Sublime, uh, 40 Ounces of Freedom, and Sublime. So, yeah, I'm still looking for uh, the Jai album, and I don't think there's any big live albums for them that I'm looking for. Um, not like Nirvana, but you know, I'll I'll probably dig more deep and try to figure out if I'm missing any of that. Yeah. You know, 
Um, but we'll be looking out for more CDs, and hopefully we'll do another one of these eventually, a part two. Yeah. Some more well, CDs. It doesn't have to be all CDs either. You know, we can, yeah, we can do we can a branch out. of everything. Um, but I hope you guys like this. Trying something new here. Um, doing an episode just focused on on kind of one thing. You know, it's it's fun sometimes. Uh, yeah, I liked it. I enjoyed it. Everybody we have on, we always we always fill up an hour very quickly. So, <laughs> so I'm Creep, sure creeps I'm, up. I'm sure you'll be back. Um, thanks everybody for watching. Make sure to like, comment, and subscribe, and ring that bell so you get notifications of when we go live next. Um, next week we will be back next Wednesday, 7 p.m. Same as always uh, with All My Hats Are Dead with Carrie. Um, we're very excited to have him on. Um, I think we'll be zooming in. I assume. Um, so we're really excited for that. Uh, but make sure. If you're watching live right now, go on Juicebox's page and get your tickets for the Fleet event this Saturday. Yes. Um, tons of great vendors. Yes. Tons. Byron will be there. Uh, we'll be there. Me, Sean, my dad will be there uh, shopping. But check out what Byron's got. Um, I'll be JoJo there with, will be there. I'll be there with, with JoJo. Latest leftovers. Uh, Thrifts by Leo. Retro Mothership will be there. Yep. Casey will be there. Hustle Threads Hustle is going to be there. Will be there. Um, all your favorite What We Do guests will be there. So um, if you're in the Philly area... Come out. It's in the Oaks, PA, uh, Greater Philly Convention Center or Expo Center, whatever it's called. Um, but buy your tickets. Show up. It's at um, 12 to 6, I believe, on Saturday. Um, yes, early so, yeah. bird tickets are sold out. Yeah, early tickets are sold out, so you can't get in at 11. Um, but, yeah, we hope to see you there. If you see me, I'll be wearing my, our yellow uh, What We Do shirt. Come up and say hi. I'd love to meet everybody. Um, but, yeah, that's pretty much it. Yeah, if I haven't met you, come introduce yourself, even if you don't want to buy anything. Yeah, everybody want to buy my crap. Everybody's super excited from what I've seen, so I think it's going to be an amazing day. Um, I'm I'm excited. All right, thanks guys. Sweet. See you next time. Bye bye.